Welcome to Living the Empowered Life podcast, where we discuss all things empowering, encouraging and inspiring. My name is Yvonne Ellis. I'm an empowerment speaker, author, coach, trainer and founder of Yumi Empowerment, a company that facilitates the empowerment of people. I help people to make positive life change, live in their purpose and develop into their best version of self. I share stories, interviews, spiritual encouragement and actionable tips to empower, encourage and inspire you to live the life you want. So if you want to live the empowered life, join me each week on my podcast so we can take the journey together. Hello Empowered Lifers, welcome to episode 49 of Living the Empowered Life podcast. Hope that you are all doing well. I'm doing great, a little bit tired from the week, working really hard. But on Friday, I had some fantastic news. I got a distinction in my last assignment that I handed in in August. And I am so pleased because I thought I was not going to pass this assignment because I really struggled to understand, you know, the whole kind of idea behind it. But it looks like, you know, all that studying and working late nights has paid off. So I'm really, really pleased about that. And I did actually post a Instagram video about doing the hard things and pushing through the hard things. And, you know, this is just another example to me of why I need to continuously push through things that I find extremely hard. So that was a wonderful piece of good news. Other things going on. I've been working on my fourth book which I'm really excited about. Again, it is in the personal development field, which is a field that I have, you know, fully embraced going into. It's something I believe is going to, um, this book, I mean, it's going to be something I believe is going to help a lot of people just to know about, you know, having expectations for themselves, actually. And, you know, I'm really, really pleased with how, you know, the whole thing's going and hopefully I will have that done by, you know, December time. Hopefully, if time permits. But welcome to you all listening in. If you are a new listener, thank you for taking your time to listen in. I hope you find this episode to be something of value to you. If you haven't checked out my other episodes, please feel free to do so. I talk about a range of different things to help you live the empowered life. And to my continued listeners and supporters, I thank you guys. I love you very much. Thank you for taking your time to support as always listening into these episodes. And if anybody is listening in, just please share these episodes with anybody that you know friends, family, colleagues, acquaintances, whoever it is that you feel needs a dose of living the empowered life. This podcast is available on Apple um, Podcasts, Spotify and Stitcher. So please don't forget to turn on your notifications and, you know, listen in because you don't want to miss the bi-weekly episodes. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about when people have low expectations of you. Now, this is something I have a lot of personal experience with. Unfortunately, you know, just the background I've come from coming up through the care system, going through abuse, different things. I've had a lot of experience where people have not had very high expectations of me. And I want to share with you a couple of those experiences in today's podcast and also, you know, try and encourage some of you who may be going through this because I know what it's like when people have very low expectations on you based on maybe past behavior or past things they've seen you do or your parents and different things like that. 
I want to encourage those of you who are going through this because I really do feel it's important. Part of living the empowered life is about, you know, embracing yourself and where you are and everything. And it doesn't matter where you are in life. You can still go towards, you know, living an empowered life. But before I get into the episode, I want to share a couple of quotes with you about, you know, low expectations from different perspectives. So the first quote I want to share with you, it doesn't say who it's by, but it says, keep your expectations high on achievement and low on people. I agree with that to some extent. And the second quote I want to share with you is by a personal development motivator called Les Brown. Some of you may have heard of him before. He is um, somebody who's huge in the personal development field and his own journey as well, you know, reading his story where he came from. He had a lot of people who had low expectations of him. He says no one rises to low expectations. I do believe that is definitely true. Low expectations means you haven't set a bar for yourself. So as you see there, there's two different kind of quotes on expectations. And do you know there's two different types of low expectations? There's the low expectations of those around us, what they have of us. And then there's the low expectations we might have of ourselves. So I wanted to share this with you today because people have had low expectations of me over the years. Right from when I entered into the care system at 13 all the way up until my mid 30s. And, you know, it's something that did affect me a lot, especially when I had low self-esteem and low confidence. It doesn't really affect me as much now. I would say probably since, you know, my kind of late 30s, I haven't really felt, you know, the impact of other people's low expectations because I think I did a lot of work on myself. But it's something that really did affect my life for a long time. People, unfortunately, have never expected much of me. They never have. I I don't understand why, because, you know, um, as with anybody in life, you know, I've gone through some challenging times and come out the other end. But the negativity that I had from other people, you know, was very, very hurtful. And, you know, many things have contributed to people's low expectation of me. My dysfunctional behaviour after my abuse, Uh, my family background and as I said you know coming from the care system people just automatically had this kind of negative view of me and the things that they believe that I can do. I remember um, some years ago and this was like probably about 10 years into my marriage I went to a Christian conference Um, somebody invited me and I went as a speaker and by this point I was 10 years married I had already released my first book, Daughter Arise, because that's why I was invited to the conference to, you know, talk about my experiences, share my testimony, do a book signing and all this stuff. And I went to this conference and it just so happened there was this lady there that I knew when I was in a really, really, really bad place. And I hadn't seen her probably for about maybe about 15 years When I last saw her, you know, I used to go to her church. At the time, you know, I suffered from depression. I felt quite down and I used to cry a lot. And I remember at the time when I was going through that, she was so nice. You know, she was very encouraging. She used to send me like songs to try and uplift my mood. And she used to pray with me, invite me over. At the time back then, you know, she seemed really, really nice. And I saw her at this conference 
and obviously I hadn't seen her from that time 15 years ago I'd moved on with my life everything else you know you naturally just have people in and out of your life and you just move on and I said to her you know hi how are you and everything else you know I was really kind of pleased to see her to see she was well and everything she heard I'd got married and then she said to me um oh are you still married because I said to her about my husband, you know, the fact that, you know, me and my husband were doing certain things. She went, oh, you're still married. And it was the shock on her face and her surprise and the tone in her voice that really alerted me to the fact that she was not pleased that I was doing well. And, you know, I remember just feeling like my heart just sank in my chest because she was not somebody who ever showed this type of behavior to me. And, you know, I just kind of wound up the conversation and I just kind of removed myself from her. And it was a weekend conference. So, you know, I saw her throughout the conference um, at different kind of speaking events. But I just totally just removed myself from her. Um, I found her comments to be quite hurtful. And, you know, that's not the first time I'd gone through um, those type of comments I remember when I came out of hospital after I had my nervous breakdown in my early 20s, like 22 years old. And, you know, I was really having a hard time. You know, there was a lot of things that was affecting me. There were a lot of things that I was still battling with and working my way through. And I remember um, somebody saying to me, you know, because obviously I'd come out of hospital. I was on medication. I was trying to get my life back together. I was easing my way back into part time work. And somebody said to me, oh, the next time you go into hospital, you know, and I was like, wow, you know, the way that they said it, and it was the way, that, you know, they weren't expecting me to, to get well, they weren't expecting me to come out the other side of my challenge. And then they said to me, oh, well, the next time you go into hospital, I'm not going to look after your daughter. I had one daughter at the time, but this was before I was married. I was still, you know, dealing with a lot of things with the child's father then. And this person was from that family. And I just remember thinking to myself, you know, I'm not going to be going back into hospital because that is what they expected of me. They had such low expectations of me. And that comment for me was a wake up call because it alerted me to the fact that there were people waiting on my downfall. And you know what? Another thing I learned about that situation is that people with their low expectations of me, when they couldn't even stand each other, came together to conspire to destroy me and my family. And I wrote about all this in my book, Daughter Arise. If that's something you're interested in reading about, about what happened with those situations, I will leave a link in the show notes below. All these experiences have just been hurtful, disheartening and discouraging. And had it not been for the Lord God on my side, I think I would have been destroyed and finished because such was the intensity of the things that I'd gone through. But, you know, this is not something that is kind of exclusive to me. You know, it's gone on for a lot of other people as well, where people who have had low expectations of them have used that as an excuse to try and destroy them. And I want to share with you quickly from the Bible about Barabbas and Jesus. What Jesus went through is far worse than what I have ever had to go through. But I wanted to show you something about a certain mentality that was operating at at the time when they decided they wanted to crucify Jesus. So I'm just going to share this with you. So this is from Matthew in the New King James Version of the Bible or whatever version you have, Matthew 27 verse 15 to 26. 
Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted, and they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much over him today in a dream. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the people to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor asked them again, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then with what shall I do with Jesus, who is called the Christ? They said, Crucify him, let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. Now, the reason I wanted to share that with you is to show you the type of mentality people had even back then. Now, Jesus hadn't done anything apart from live to tell the truth about he was the son of God. He was going around healing and helping people. He was acting on authority of his father in heaven. That's all he was doing. Yet Barabbas, who was a known criminal, a known troublemaker, you know, he was a convict. He was always getting into trouble. The people would have rather him be set free than Jesus. So what I basically wanted to show you from this Bible scripture is that this Barabbas mentality, which is so prevalent in society where people would rather believe lowly of you because they hate the truth about you, because they would rather see you destroyed, broken or not doing well. Just living your life to them is a problem. And the thing that I've learned from all those experiences where people have had low expectations of me is that I owed it to myself to succeed, to be happy with myself and my journey and not to live my life for others. So you may be wondering why people might have low expectations. Well, I believe it's because they see your potential. Maybe they hope in telling you that they have low expectations of you, it will discourage you from attempting to do anything with your life or to do anything further to better or develop yourself. Look at the person who is telling you all these things about yourself, about the low expectations they have of you. What have they done with their life? Ask yourself that question outside of their comfort zone. That will tell you all you need to know. And I know it's not nice when people don't have good expectations of you and they have low expectations of you and then even have the audacity to voice it to you. It is distasteful. But at least on the positive side, it shows you people's true colours. Now, I'm just going to share with you some things from my experience about how to deal with people's low expectations of you. The first thing I want to say to you is just to rise above it. When people make their comments on you and say things to you about, you know, your ability to do certain things or not believing you can do it and being really rude and hurtful um, with their low expectations and voicing it, just rise above it. Don't even retaliate to them. And I know how hard that can be. But what is the point? I would just tell you to rise above it, ignore it, you know, try not to be around them. Like I did when that woman came up to me in the Christian conference, said what she had to say. I made sure for the rest of the weekend I wasn't even near her. Just rise above it and remove yourself from these type of people. The next thing I want to tell you is to focus on you. Now, this is where if you have low expectations of yourself, this is the perfect opportunity now to focus on you. 
when I got told when is the next time I'm going back into hospital because it was out of spite and just being horrible that that person told me that it was a wake-up call for me I just decided I needed to focus on myself and all I've done since by the glory of God by the grace of God is continue to rise focus on you focus on yourself what things are you telling yourself have you got low expectations of yourself why is that explore that and try and deal with that and face it and try and turn that situation around because the truth is you are fearfully and wonderfully made you can do anything you put your mind to and it doesn't matter what other people think about you it doesn't matter about how you were in the past or your low achievement in the past or whatever it is you know what's important is you and what you can do with your life so I would encourage you to focus on you the next thing I would say to you is don't live your life to please others when we give our power away to people by allowing them to have a say in our lives what we do with our lives always seeking their opinion always seeking their approval we set ourselves up for them to tell us about the expectations they have of us the best thing you can do is not to live your life to please others if you do need to seek guidance and wisdom about what you should be doing in your life go and seek the Lord God get on your knees go to God talk to him like how I'm talking to you and say Lord what do you want me to do with my life because he is God he knows what is best best for you he is the creator of heaven and earth he's the best person to ask after all he's your creator you know other people did not create you and more often than not what I find is that if you go to people and always seeking their kind of approval and asking what you should be doing next you know you're giving them the power to be over you it's not healthy it's not a good thing to do and it can so easily happen when you have low self-esteem and lower confidence because you're not sure about yourself you will do that but I would encourage you to try and find a different way because you know it's better for you in the long run the next thing I would say is don't take it personally when people project their low expectations um, about you onto you because they're really dealing with the low expectations they have of themselves. This is what I believe to be true. I think that people with low expectations of you are really projecting their own feelings about themselves onto you. Sometimes it's to do with envy. Sometimes it's to do with jealousy. Sometimes it's to do with insecurity. But I'm saying to you, do not allow them to do this to you because, you know, it's not fair to you. And if you're putting up with that, you know, you're doing yourself more harm than good. It can really affect your mental health. Don't take it personally when they tell you that. Take it with a pinch of salt and just move on. Do what you're doing and focus on yourself. And the other thing I want to say to you, how to deal with people's low expectations of you, again, just falls into the whole focus on you type thing. Have high hopes for yourself. When people have low hopes of you, have high hopes for yourself. When they're telling you whatever lowly about you, you think highly of yourself. Don't let anybody make you feel that you have no hope and that there is no hope for you in your future it doesn't matter how many times you have fallen how many times you have had a setback how many times you've had failures I've had loads of failures I've had loads of things that have happened to me in my life that people have wrote me off and said I would never recover from it and it makes a lot of people mad now to see how well I have done and it's not gloating I still remain humble I don't show off with it I'm proud of my achievements and I'm not going to dim my light under a bushel because, you know, other people don't like it. 
And, you know, don't let people make you feel bad about where you've come from. Always have high hopes for yourself. Have good expectations for yourself. As I mentioned at the beginning, you know, don't have low expectations like that quote said. Have some expectations of yourself. You're not setting yourself up to fail, but at the same time, you're giving yourself a little bit of a bar to reach so that you can strive and keep going forward. So that is what I want you to share with you today about when people have low expectations of you. I hope that you found this episode to be something of value to you. Please, if you're on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, please go over there and leave me a review. I would really, really appreciate it. And I will leave links below in the show notes for the Courage course, which is a course that helps people to find courage to go after their goals and dreams. My book, Into the Unknown, which is about my courageous journey, stepping out of my comfort zone. My Daughter Arise story, where I just shared with you some bits and pieces about what people did with low expectations, how they used that to try to destroy me. And I will show you links to my YouTube channel called Living the Empowered Life. If you want to get, you know, more kind of inspiration and motivation through the week. And if you're on Instagram, follow me over there at Y-E-M-E underscore empowerment. Over there, I share things that I do to live the empowered life when I go out and about, quotes, all that different type of stuff. And I just want to encourage you as I end to always think highly of yourself, have good expectations of yourself and to remove from you anybody who's always voicing their low expectations of you. So that is it for this episode and I will see you on the next one. Take care.